We are live. Welcome everyone to ConnectedLearning.tv. This is the kickoff webinar for our three-part February series titled From Heroes to Villains or Back Again, setting off creative sparks for young makers with a Wattpad DeviantArt twist tape challenge. That was a mouthful. Um, and I'm super excited because this uh, has been a bit of a passion project of mine personally. And it brings together a really, really unique collaboration that is totally in my sweet spot as an internet researcher, but somebody who really cares about education in that the challenge is being hosted by two of you know, the biggest platforms for young people's creative production, Wattpad for writing, DeviantArt for visual art, and it's co-sponsored by the Connected Learning Alliance uh, and the Young Adult Library Services Association and the National Writing Project. Uh, so over the course of the series, we'll be talking a lot more about the challenge and giving you an opportunity to learn more about Wattpad and DeviantArt uh, and what it what will be involved concretely for young people uh, to participate in the twist fate challenge that we're all organizing. So um, a few uh, housekeeping notes. If you're watching, I hope you'll take a moment to share this with your networks, both the webinar and also the challenge. Uh, and we are using the hashtags uh, connected learning, which is our usual hashtag for connectedlearning.tv, as well as a unique hashtag for the challenge, which is hashtag twistfate. Uh, so you can ask us questions over Twitter or on the Q&A feature that you should see in your video player. Uh, and we'll do our best to address your questions here in the Google Hangout. Uh, the webinar is also being uh, co-streamed at the National Writing Project's educatorinnovator.org site. So uh, we, for this kickoff webinar, we have representatives from our key partnerships. We have uh, Christina Cantrell uh, from the National Writing Project, uh, Candice Mack from uh, YALSA, the Young Adult Library Services Association, uh, Jingjing Tan from Wattpad, and Josh Waddles from DeviantArt. Uh, so to just start us off, I was hoping that each of you could uh, quickly introduce yourselves before we dive into the content. So uh, let's see, Candice, you want to start us off? Sure. Hi, everyone. I'm Candice Mack. I'm the current president of the Young Adult Library Services Association, and I'm also the interim director of teen services um, system-wide at the Los Angeles Public Library. And we're really, really excited about this design challenge and um, sharing more information with you all about it. Thanks, Candice. Chris, yeah. you want to go next? Sure. <laughs> Hi, everyone. Uh, I'm Christina Cantrell from the National Writing Project, um, based here in uh, Philadelphia, where it's dark already <laughs> and um, kind of cold. But um, And we are super excited to be part of this, um, both tapping into sort of our writing and making interests in general, as well as um, how to support youth interest-driven learning. So um, yeah, thrilled to be here. Thank you. Jing Jing. Yeah, sure. So my name is Jing Jing Tan. Uh, I lead the community engagement team here at Wattpad. We're also based in Toronto, also cold and dark right now. Um, so what we do is we are a group of community managers that help the community thrive. So help the re community of readers and writers thrive. So really looking forward to uh, talking more about this partnership. Great. Thanks, Jing Jing. 
Josh, you want to jump in? Uh, sure. Uh, very good to meet all of you. Uh, my name's Josh Waddles. Uh, I'm advisor in chief here at DeviantArt. You can see behind me the uh, artwork treatment that we've done uh, for this Twist Fate uh, integration. Uh, we're incredibly excited about an opportunity to work uh, both with educators uh, and with Wattpad. We've never worked with Wattpad before, and I got to go to Toronto when it wasn't so cold. Um, and uh, we had a great time uh, putting this thing together. I think it's a really, really fun challenge, and uh, hopefully it'll be very engaging for the target group uh, of people between 13 and 17. Uh, really looking forward to see what uh, they come up with in the community. Great. Thank you, everybody. Uh, so I thought to start off, it might be helpful if I give a little bit of background on how this particular team came together and the story behind the challenge and how I feel it fits within the connected learning vision. Uh, so as uh, some of you may or may not know, my own research has been focused on, uh, on what we call online affinity groups. Uh, where young people come together around shared interests and passions and share their work and learn from each other and have a lot of really activated peer-to-peer -peer learning, but also opportunities to share their work, publish their work, and get feedback. And we've always considered these sites to be incredible uh, engines for uh, peer-supported, interest-driven learning. And actually, DeviantArt was uh, the subject of one of our uh, students' dissertations in the Digital Youth Project way back when that kicked off a lot of the DML work. Uh, Dan Perkle had done his dissertation on DeviantArt and was looking at a lot of the peer dynamics and learning. And in our most, most recent work, we've been expanding our case studies to other affinity networks that we think have really productive learning dynamics. And Wattpad was another one that uh, one of my students, Ksenia Korobkova, did a study on. She was looking specifically at uh, fans of One Direction and their fanfiction writing on Wattpad and all the learning that was happening. Uh, but one of the things that is a consistent finding of our work is that even though young people are going online and connecting with their people and doing these amazing creative things on these platforms, uh, we found that there were very uh, few uh, connections to schools and to educators and often parents were not uh, aware of, uh, fully aware of what their young people, the amazing creative work that the young people were doing in these online networks. And when we did find examples of educators connecting uh, the, their students' uh, online affinity-based learning to their educational opportunities, whether it's in schools or libraries or uh, in other enrichment type settings, that that was really transformative to young people to be able to say, oh, look, there's this thing I do for fun with people who really get me and where I can get acknowledged and make genuine contributions. And my teacher thinks that maybe I could be a writer for the school newspaper or maybe I could pursue uh, uh, you know, career and design, and these were life-changing moments for the kids who had these supportive educators who could build these connections. So this challenge uh, that we're, we're launching uh, with this webinar is really, uh, it's just kind of a dream come true for me because this idea that we have uh, folks from Wattpad and DeviantArt who are supportive of this, which is just amazing. I mean, I think it's very unusual uh, for us to have this kind of collaboration, both between 
uh, platforms, right, different platforms, which like Josh said, you know, this was a unique opportunity for Wattpad and DeviantArt to uh, partner, but also to be able to bring it to educators through YALSA, through the uh, public library system, through the National Writing Project, and it's precisely this kind of brokering and connection building that is really critical for us to build the ecosystem for connected learning so that young people have more and more opportunities to not only pursue their passions, but have those passions be something that can get them ahead in life, help them find their place in the world. So this is one little uh, piece of, you know, stitching together that broader ecosystem, but I'm very, very hopeful that it can provide a model for how we might do these kinds of partnerships moving forward. So I would love to have the support of educators out there to really, you know, take this seriously, bring kids onto these uh, platforms who wouldn't otherwise have access, uh, and, you know, try to build a supportive, uh, educator-supported learning environment around these uh, online opportunities. So that's my rant <laughs> to start off and why I think this uh, work is so, uh, and this challenge is so important and special. Uh, but I wanted to start off by um, asking Jingjing and Josh to really just tell us a little bit more about uh, DA and Wattpad and the kinds of creative work that young people do. Uh, the scale of your communities. Can you paint a picture a little bit about the history and uh, the nature of the stuff that you see uh, teens and young adults doing on your site? I don't know. Uh, should we start with Josh? Because DeepinArt is one of the old timers in this world, so we could start there. Well, uh, we are uh, an old timer, and um, uh, in internet years, uh, we've been uh, on the web for uh, in excess of 15 years. Um, and uh, really one of the very, very first social networks. Many of the things that you see on Facebook and the things that you subsequently saw and now can never see uh, on MySpace again, uh, those were uh, various types of communication modalities that were first evolved on DeviantArt. Uh, the first little avatars next to your name uh, came on DeviantArt, and and all of these things were community-based and community-driven and uh, community-built. Uh, so uh, things like avatars existed because we had a whole bunch of visual artists running around and they wanted to do a visual depiction as their identity. Uh, and they had the skill and ability to do it. Um, it wasn't that the company uh, provided them with fancy little avatars like you get uh, on pretty much every application now. Uh, it was really a sort of self-built uh, maker environment, uh, what we now call makers. Uh, actually, the maker stuff hadn't started yet uh, when DeviantArt started. So over the years, we've aggregated considerably. We've gone from one or two categories of art that really started with skinning uh, applications like MP3 players and changing the look of your desktop uh, to 2,500 categories plus of visual art. Uh, we also have literature, but certainly not to the extent of Wattpad, and it's not our core concentration. Uh, but we have plenty of people putting their poetry and literature up. Um, but most of those categories, uh, with, that, with that exception, are visual art uh, and forms of visual art expression. Uh, obviously skewed towards digital uh, content, because we are a digital platform. Uh, but plenty of traditional art as well, where people scan it in or photograph it or find out some other way to present it. Uh, each user of DeviantArt uh, who becomes a member of DeviantArt 
uh, gets their own profile, and off of the profile they can build their own galleries, do their own presentation, make collections, uh, comment to other people's work, uh, receive comments on their work, uh, post journals, uh, which can be you know very similar to something you'd see on Word, on on uh, WordPad, or you know something that you would see in Medium or whatever, um, and uh, and generally participate in a community where the subject of conversation is by and large the work that they produce. Um, there's some selling on the site, but that's really not a core uh, function of DeviantArt, except from the point of view of creating a profile for yourself in a presentation location uh, for when you do want to pitch somebody on who you are and what it is you do uh, in the arts. Uh, we now have over 36 million registered members, um, and we have uh, 65 million monthly unique users. Uh, that's actually a fairly large uh, number of people. Uh, in the target group that we are dealing with for this uh, challenge, which is 13 to 17, uh, DeviantArt is ranked either as the first or the second um, uh, share of voice um, uh, uh, social network uh, for that demographic. So. Um, in other uh, places like Facebook, the share of voice is occupied by many other demographics as well. On DeviantArt, uh, we do skew uh, to youth. Um, uh, we do have every demographic, but we do have a significant skew towards uh, youth population. Um, it's an enormous learning environment. Um, much of the social activity on DeviantArt is people getting tips and tricks from each other uh, how to use these very, very complex and rich digital tools that are used in the visual arts like Photoshop and Sketchbook and other applications. Uh, you learn them on your own, and one of the ways you learn them is by going on DeviantArt and trading with other people at different skill levels uh, how to use uh, the, the materials, the, these digital materials. Uh, it's no different than the way you used to learn painting was to go take a class from somebody who knew how to paint. Uh, on DeviantArt, it's now been sort of crowdsourced so that uh, if you want to learn how to retouch a photograph, DeviantArt is an excellent place to go, aside from over 750,000 tutorials, which is a big number uh, and hard to find them. Uh, there are all these people you can find in the photo communities and the retouching communities uh, who are more than willing to help you because they know that someday you'll help them. Um, and, uh, and so it really builds community. Um, you know, we have 2.5 million, what is it, monthly or daily? Monthly comments, um, and uh, every day we get somewhere in the vicinity of 120,000 uh, images uh, deposited on the site. Um, when they're deposited on the site, they're deposited one at a time, so it's not like Flickr where you put your whole uh, camera card up. Um, you know, there's an intention to say this is a work of art. Um, Many people might argue uh, on, on the quality and nature of art. Uh, that's a constant argument. But uh, the people who put it up have the intention of presenting at whatever skill level they are, they are currently uh, uh, presenting themselves. Uh, so, you know, it's a very uh, nice community. That's one of the things that we like about DeviantArt. Um, uh, it tend, people tend to be helpful and people tend to be kind. People tend to understand that when you post art, as opposed to just posting your opinion on, you know, the latest group or, you know, the latest dress or whatever else it is you're doing, uh, when you post art, you're actually putting a bit of yourself out there. 
Uh, and so the way in which you would talk to someone who's done that uh, should be perhaps a little gentler than the way you would treat someone uh, who's posting on Politico, uh, by way of example, uh, or other notorious uh, flamer sites. So, uh, you know, we work very hard at maintaining that sense of community and that feeling uh, among the users. And, uh, you know, we're very proud now at 15 years to really have uh, virtually, I mean, I talked to the head of one of the major art schools the other day at a, at a conference, and I just happened to be sitting next to the president of the school, and I mentioned where I came from, and he said, you know, I'd say 80% of our applicants uh, have been on DeviantArt uh, and come from DeviantArt. Uh, once people get into the educational system for formal art education, they have a tendency to use the critique environment of that place more than DeviantArt, which is where they used to rely for critique before, and then after they graduate, they come back because they want the critique uh, again. Uh, so, um, you know, artists work best in community, even if they don't tap it that frequently. Uh, but letting them have access to a community is a wonderful thing. And for kids, um, you know, I mean, I can tell really tearjerker emotional stories of parents who have approached us when we do our physical deviant meets, uh, deviant art. Uh, holds these gatherings of members in various geographical locations and and they come up to us you know talking about having a visually dominant child and how DeviantArt really became an environment uh, where they could express themselves where they had previously felt uh, that they'd been marginalized uh, so you know it's a great thing to work at a place that does a service and um, and it's wonderful to run challenges like this and to look at people uh, you know, challenge themselves. And you see it in real time as they post their work and other people talk about it and they try to improve it and then repost it and do a better job and that kind of stuff. And it's just really uh, interesting. And I'm particularly excited to see us do this with educators and their support. Um, we've never had that before uh, in an overt way. Um, and uh, typically we're dealing with a company or an advertiser. And, um, and it's great to do this with Wattpad. I mean, they're, I, you know, it's just really remarkable how the community that they have, which is people who write, and the community that we have, which is people who make art, uh, are so incredibly similar, and that the organizations have sort of morphed themselves to their community, uh, and the end result is, is very, very similar places with a, with a very, very similar approach and feel um, and with a very similar mission. So it's great for us to have an opportunity to work together. Thanks, Josh. I mean, it's always, like, whenever I hear you talking about sort of the scale and the level of engagement of DA, it's just staggering. I mean, it's really, uh, you know, a testament to, I think, the magic formula you were describing that you've sustained the site and grown so much. It's really sort of the online database for visual art at this point. I mean, and, you know, I was just talking to Angelo, you're the CEO of uh, DA the other day, and, you know, it, we were reflecting on the fact that I don't think there's any other online platform that has survived with this level of success from the era that DA was founded. So it really shows that, you know, learning and positive communities are, you know, something that sustains communities and platforms too. So DA is a great case study in that. And then 
Wattpad, which is much newer but has just been killing it, uh, and uh, you know has, I think, like Josh said, really similar dynamics in the community and learning side. So, Jingjing, I'd love to hear from you, and you have a background in education too, which is awesome. Yes, exactly. Uh, so Wattpad, for people who don't know, um, are a free app and website that lets people discover and share stories. So anything that you can think of from long-form fiction to the more bite-sized, multimedia-rich articles about the things that they love, uh, we have everything. So we also, what's cool about Wattpad is that we make it a social and interactive experience. So that means readers and writers can interact and connect with each other through storytelling. So they do that, much like how people do it on DeviantArt, they do that through comments, through messaging each other, through multimedia, through discussions and forums, and uh, 40 million monthly unique members do exactly that. So in terms of um, history of how Wattpad got started, um, we've actually been around for a little bit as well. Uh, we, we were founded in 2006, and uh, the story goes that our co-founders, Alan and Ivan, uh, back in 2006, wanted to read classics novels on the go. And if you know technology back then, you know, cell phones are very limited, app stores just didn't exist. So they decided that they wanted to build something that allows them to read classics novels on the go. And they created this app, and it wasn't long before we found out that, you know, there's something very special happening. There's something very special being built within the community at Wattpad. And what we're finding is that people are spending um, hours every week writing and reading and creating multimedia. And um, this behavior is very organic. And what we figured out is that people, young people especially, really, really enjoy the uh, community of Wattpad. They enjoy it through uh, expressing themselves. So it's very empowering and um, just, you know, joyous for them to be able to find a place where they can broadcast their ideas and um, you know, create worlds that they can share with each other. Um, there's a joy of escape from the reader side. So, you know, at the end of a really long day when people are stressed out, they want to escape somewhere. So they launch Wattpad and then they read the stories that they really resonate with and are able to escape into. And then thirdly, there's also a joy of connecting with others. So being able to connect with other people who are going through similar issues as you, um, that is a very empowering um, experience for people. Um, on the technical side, Wattpad is very easy to use. Uh, we're on the go, we're serialized, which means um, people can follow stories week by week. So the writer will update the story week by week and sometimes it will transform based on the reader's feedback. And um, it's very social, like I said. So that really resonates well with uh, people of all age demographics. And we found that it's worked especially well with teens because this is what they're used to, you know, reading on the go, uh, serialized and being social. Those elements really resonate well with teens. So um, like Josh said, like DeviantArt, we also have a very positive and supportive community. And that's something that we truly believe in. And that kind of ties into my background in um, in education as well, because I really believe in creating this um, supportive environment for people to explore, freely explore, and be able to grow within that environment. So we see people um, on Wattpad helping each other in many different ways. We see people creating book covers for each other uh, for nothing beyond just a thank you and an acknowledgement. 
we see people creating book, tra uh, book trailers. So they create trailers um, encapsulating the story plot out of video clips. And again, they do it for, for free for each other just for the sake of helping each other. They do reviews. They um, edit, help edit each other's stories. They do book, they do book reviews, etc. Um, and we also hear very empowering stories from community members where people are telling us all the time, you know, Wattpad made me love in, love English. So before I hate, I used to hate English class, and now I'm reading on the go. I'm reading whenever I'm in school, and I am actually majoring in creative writing in university. Um, there are also stories from developing countries where um, people are saying that they don't have the, the money to buy books. So Wattpad to them is a, uh, an accessible resource where they could uh, enjoy the worlds of um, these created worlds, enjoy the worlds of stories without having to uh, you know, uh, build a budget around it. So in terms of scale, uh, we have 40 million monthly unique members. And what's staggering is the fact that every time someone uses Wattpad, the average session length, so the average amount of time they spend using Wattpad is 30 minutes. So that's 30 minutes on average of reading and writing every time Wattpad is being used. So that is incredible engagement that we see, and it's super empowering for me to see as well, both from uh, working as the community engagement lead and also as um, this, someone who's interested in education, I see that as very empowering. And so people are, have shared more than 200 million stories to date, and that is something that we're very proud of. Thanks, Jing. I was just tweeting out that number. <laughs> 30 minutes. I think DA, uh, Josh, you said you have a really high uh, session duration too, right, on DA? Yeah, we're almost. Uh, we're, we're not quite at 30 minutes, um, oh. but um, somewhere around 17 to 18 minutes yeah. uh, is our session period as well. Yeah. Uh, no, you have to excuse me. One of something just blew up and caught fire in my office a few minutes ago. So if, if it looks a little smoky, <laughs> <laughs> literally. <laughs> yeah, literally. But the fire's out now, so everything's okay. okay good. As long as it's out. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, it's really great to, I mean, I've so enjoyed this collaboration because, you know, sometimes when you're on these massive platforms, you forget, like, there's real humans who are running this place with real values. So I think Josh and Jing really are great representatives of just the community values of the sites, which is sort of baked into a lot of um, how they they operate and the community operates. Uh, so I want to switch gears a little bit and really get into the challenge a bit more and how we might imagine educators engaging with them. So I'll turn to Candice and Chris now to uh, maybe describe the actual you know, challenge and how it's going to work and then how you might imagine that educators will bring it into their context. So I don't know, Chris, you want to start us off? Sure. Um, I was just looking for the actual full title of the challenge, but Twist Fate, right, is our, our title. Um, and uh, we're going to kick it off um, uh, March 6th, I believe, um, during Teen Tech Week, um, which is really exciting. Yasa hosts a Teen Tech Week um, at uh, Young Adult um, 
libraries and um, and the theme this year is make it the, at the library. So she can talk more about it, but we're really interested in tapping into this sort of the um, opportunity to make and create together and to work with um, librarians and educators and think about how youth are connecting interests both inside, outside of school, and when they're home and on their own time. And what are the possibilities of those spaces? So the challenge itself will kick off in March and um, run for a month. And then this month, we thought we would have this lead up webinar series, right, to start thinking about, you know, how do we build some resources and bring together some people who can talk about um, ways they might think about using this forum and start to generate conversation about this? Because we know, as you said, Mimi, um, that there are youth that, that are teachers are working with who are engaged in these forums. There are teachers who've been thinking about these forums. There are also teachers who, um, educators who um, haven't heard about these forums and are really interested and really interested in this work. So, um, so yeah, this month is sort of a lead up to that, I was thinking. Um, and then the, the, the challenge itself is really to, um, does someone, it's, it's about, I, I feel like I don't have the right words exactly in front of me. Does someone else want to take that one on to say exactly what it is? Change, we're, we're, it's, um, yeah, get your, get your flyer, Dot. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah. No, I think that's right. That the prompt is twist, to twist, twist fate to change. Here's, here's the official okay, line. Go for Thank it. You. Go for Thank it. You. We worked so hard on it. I didn't want to mess it up. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So uh, the the invitation is when you think about it, any hero could become a villain, and any villain a hero. A small change, a, a tiny twist of fate, a white suit, or a red lightsaber, and things could be completely different. And then the ask uh, in the challenge is uh, pick a story or character and create an alternate scenario where a famous hero is the villain or an infamous villain is the hero. DeviantArt and Wattpad are joining forces on it and, and so forth. I'll let you take it over from there. Awesome, thank you. Um, and I think uh, one of the things that I know we're really interested in in this too is this opportunity to both connect with these communities um, at the National Writing Project and connect our educators and connect with YALSA. So we're really excited to, to make all these connections through this. But then this also this connection of textual literacies and graphic and um, non-textual literacies or visual literacies is also really core to this challenge and a piece that we're really excited to bring together here. Um, so, Candace, do you want to pick it up a little bit and talk about Teen Tech Week and sort of how taking it off there? Yeah, sure. Um, so, YALSA, the Young Adult Library Services Association, um, we encourage librarians, educators, whether they're public librarians, school librarians, or academic librarians, we have nearly 6,000 members um, of our association. Um, we celebrate Teen Tech Week every year for a week in March. And in fact, in my library system, Los Angeles Public Library, we celebrated the entire month long. Um, so we thought that um, in working with this awesome partnership, um, that it would be a great fit, this design challenge, um, with Teen Tech Week this year, 
um, because the theme is create it at your library. And the sort of goal of Team Tech Week is really to um, not only highlight making and learning and connected learning, but all of the um, non-book um, oriented resources that are available at the library, whether it's DVDs, CDs, um, just internet access and computer access in general, um, just because there's such a large digital divide um, out there still amongst lots of different communities, lots of different young people. Um, and so we just thought it was super exciting to be working with the Connected Learning Alliance, National Writing Project, Wattpad and DeviantArt to not only introduce um, our teens who already come to our different types of libraries to these different communities if they weren't already aware of them, but also um, to introduce some of the members of those communities maybe to their local libraries. Um, and so we're really hoping that um, since we have lots of members and even non-members, because you don't have to be a member to sign up or participate in Teen Tech Week, um, part participating that they would also have a lot of teens um, educators and librarians who would be participating in the challenge. Um, so we're really excited to see um, to see the entries as they come in, um, whether they're coming in through either platform, and just having more conversations with the different communities that we work with um, about the exciting possibilities even beyond this challenge of what these platforms can bring um, in terms of connected learning and in class and out of class um, learning in general. Um, and to just pick up on that real quickly, I wanted to say that part of what we're interested in too is supporting educators and getting to know these communities and getting to see the work that youth have been doing in these communities. I mean there's an enormous amount of um, uh, experimentation and new genres and new ways of working that are emerging in these communities. So. Um, and we at the Writing Project, the way that we work is that we as um, teachers ourselves um, write in order to teach writing. So this is sort of this opportunity to even get to know these communities, understand how they're working, get to understand these sort of new modes, and um, play with some of these ideas ourselves in the lead up to the challenge when we would support um, youth in, um, in also connecting. So this is a, it's a nice opportunity to really think um, as learners, you know, in the lead up to this challenge ourselves as educators and really think, oh, what, what is happening in these spaces and what can we learn from that and what are the possibilities and, um, and what are the connections that we can make here and really think about that a little bit as ourselves um, as adults too. Yeah, and I'll just mention that like another uh, tie-in in terms of the partnership is that, you know, the we'll, we're expecting, you know, lots of people to be submitting challenges. I mean, these are really large platforms, as you heard, and with the additional push from educators, uh, you know, I think it'll just be a very interesting um, sort of context to see a lot of great work. Uh, and then we'll be selecting 30 finalists and uh, editing uh, a book. Uh, based on the challenge that will include visual art and short stories and we're uh, for next week's webinar we'll be announcing some very uh, exciting news about the editors who have agreed to help us with this project and they are uh, you know well-known uh, artists and authors young adult 
authors and educators. So that I think will also be really, really interesting. And uh, the fabulous thing about partnering with libraries is that we will also be making this book available for circulation in public libraries. So again, trying to cross some of those boundaries between the informal and uh, learning institutions that young people navigate. Um, uh, Chris, could you talk a little bit more just in terms of your network, National Writing Project, and how you think uh, this challenge could fit into the goals of writing teachers and what they're trying to accomplish in their classrooms and other settings that they work? Sure, sure. Um, yeah, I mean, as I said, we are, as a writing project, um, sort of oriented towards um, well, we bring together, just for people who don't know the Writing Project particularly, we bring together educators who work in and outside of school um, across grade levels and disciplines who are really interested in thinking about writing and the teaching of writing. Um, so when thinking about the teaching of writing, we engage in writing ourselves in order to um, support that teaching of writing. And part... Um, and so, in, and, and we're a 40-year-old network, and in some ways, just hearkening back to what Josh started with, this idea that, um, you know, there wasn't a maker movement there, but then sometimes I feel like we, we were part of this maker movement. It's like if you have to sort of make it and play with it to understand how to then teach it. So in some ways, this is a nice opportunity to play with some new forms and play with remix and play with, um, writing and visuals and text and, and visual literacies and to really have an opportunity to think with your kids with kids creatively about these. I also think it's really important in terms of the connected learning work that we've been doing, um, Mimi, in the way that you talk about it, in terms of how are youth using platforms like I mean there's you talk about millions of youth, right? Do we even know? What youth are do like? Do we know the youth that we're working with? Which ones of them may be working in these forums, and how do we tap into those passions and those interests that they have, and um, and support them in those passions and interests, and taking those forward in um, really exciting and productive ways? And what's interesting to me is that um, I was actually at a professional development with some um, pre-service educators, so people. Um, uh, you know, graduate students training to be teachers. And some of them were fan fiction writers, but it took almost 45 minutes of being there before they started talking about the fan fiction writing they're doing, because sometimes there's such a divide between that kind of writing and the writing in schools. And, and why do we have those kind of divides? So really trying to think about, you know, what are the real connections between you know, writing as a fan, uh, remixing. Um, uh, Josh shared some really beautiful um, work about um, from a illustrator at Disney about the role of even, you know, copying and tracing other people's work and the subtleties that you learn when you pay attention to how someone created something and what you learn in that process. Um, so I think that we're really trying to support each other in seeing what is is in these communities and understanding them better and then understanding, okay, you know, how do we how do we make this meaningful in schools and support kids in their passions and then also support kids who don't know about these communities and could connect to these communities further. Yeah, no, that makes a ton of sense. Like in Ksenia's work on Wattpad, she would 
interview these uh, young women who have read hundreds of pages and write, you know, hundreds of pages, yeah. and they they'll say, "Oh, I I don't, I'm not a writer." Right. I'm right. not a reader because it's not what they do in school. It's so not what think, we do in school, right? Why yeah, do we... I think working with a progressive educators network like the National Writing Project mm -hmm. is really, really uh, critical to this mediation. Um, um, yeah. I was going to say just briefly also that I think it's also interesting the role that networked and digital media has on writing too and that we're all still trying to understand the Im impact and implications. And these are beautiful sites with supportive communities who are doing work together in those spaces. So it's an opportunity to learn that work too. Yeah. Candace, how about for youth librarians? How do you imagine this fits into the goals uh, for your network? Well, um, we're really excited by the um, Teen Tech Week tie-in. And um, I know that actually earlier this month, we um, announced a preview of, of the challenge to um, the, the about 80 um, teen services librarians in my library system, and they were all really excited um, to hear more about the challenge um, so that that way they could also um, host mini writing workshops or mini art workshops or both um, to encourage the students that they work with um, to participate and enter the challenge um, because it's it's a great way to connect um, the the students that are already coming into the library to um, these worlds of Wattpad and DeviantArt if they're not already familiar with them and hey if there are teens that are coming into the library who are familiar with them um, we're really trying to move away as a system and also as an association to having um, sort of like the the talking head or expert right we're, we're really more into trying to have the librarian be maybe the guide on the side and actually um, encouraging our students to take ownership of their own skills that they have, you know, just like um, you all were talking about before, that sometimes they don't feel like they're, um, they have skills in those areas because maybe they're not doing it at school, right? But we're trying to encourage everyone, no matter what area of making they're in, whether it's writing, whether it's, um, whether it's art, whether it's um, tinkering um, with more sort of you know, engineering, math type of things to, to go, hey, you, you know something that other people don't know, you know, please, like, just because you're not an adult doesn't mean that you don't have skills that you can share with your peers. Um, and so we're really excited about this challenge as a way to, to continue fostering that creativity and um, that, that empowerment that we've seen happen with the teens that come into the library when um, they teach their peers how to do things that, that they might be more familiar with, or even if they don't know themselves, just that idea of exploring together, you know, as adults, um, you know, as library staff, um, or, you know, the participants in the program is really empowering, too, just, just doing that sort of um, the exploration together. I just wanted to jump in and say, uh, how frequently on DeviantArt we find that people who are using our platform are using it from a library. Um, and, uh, I mean, that really speaks to the issue of uh, economic access uh, to the resource uh, and how the web enables a level of access uh, at every economic level um, 
you don't have to have a fancy iPhone 6 uh, to use either Wattpad or DeviantArt. And you don't have to pay anything to use either Wattpad or DeviantArt to become a member and participate. Uh, and that's actually, an, you don't have to go to a school uh, to learn uh, physically, get yourself to the school. Um, and you don't have to have a school that offers the programs that are offered on Wattpad or offered on DeviantArt. Um, you know, you, you have a self-sufficiency about it, but also a sort of ubiquitous access component. Um, and I have to say that the fact that the libraries are involved in this project uh, is really a cool thing for us uh, because we know we're connected into libraries constantly. Um, you know, libraries have become a source not just for accessing books and information through books, but also being able to access the internet if you don't have the connection or can, can't afford it, uh, uh, or if you're in a remote area, whatever. Um, and we're very much part of that community. That community very much uses DeviantArt uh, as a way to express itself and as a way to project itself. And so uh, it's really great to have libraries involved. And just to jump on uh, Josh's comment, um, I think something that Josh said really resonates with, with us as well, which is democratizing the, the voice. So you don't have to be a trained artist to draw on DeviantArt. You don't have to be a professional writer to write on Wattpad. So that level of freedom is really something that, that draws people in. And anyone can publish, anyone can create within the safe space. And I think that's very empowering. And so like Josh, Josh said, we're very, very excited to be working in this opportunity with Yelsa, with the educators, with DeviantArt, with you, Mimi. And, and when we run the challenges, and I know that Wattpad has the same experience, um, uh, we get submissions that are at the absolute top professional level of accomplishment, and we get and we get submissions that are, you know, completely naive uh, and and come from someone who's trying out for the first time. And what's wonderful is when you look at the comments on our challenges, uh, you get support for both. Uh, you know, and you'll frequently see a comment where someone will say, well, I'm not going to join in on this challenge because, you know, the pros are all going to win it and they're all going to do better work and they're going to be able to draw Deadpool better than me or, you know, whatever the challenge happens to be. Um, and then they'll immediately get a counter comment from someone that says, no, you should try it. You should just see how it is. Just do it for the experience. Do it for fun. Um, you know, both of these communities are like that. And, um and I think that's very embracing. We've never had a challenge on DeviantArt where we limited the age participation uh, and bracketed it on both sides. I mean, typically we might have mature, you know, a more mature advertiser that doesn't want people under the age of 18, uh, and so we have to block younger people from participating. This is going to be really exciting to see what happens when you say to our community, no, you got to be, you know, between 13 and 17 to do this. Uh, and to see how that community is going to respond. And I think they're going to be incredibly excited to know that they've got their own little club uh, and that this challenge is part of that club. Yeah, I mean, that's, I think, what's so going to be so interesting about this experiment because, uh, you know, I like what's so exciting about today's open online environment like there's just an abundance of riches like free learning resources through platforms like Wattpad and DeviantArt and 
you know, they're not necessarily targeted towards, uh, you know, a specific age demographic. And there's also just, uh, you know, I think it's pretty unique to have a challenge that's also bringing in educator communities. And, you know, one of the things that I find is really tragic about today's kind of open uh, commons of learning resources is that it still is overwhelmingly, um, even though the economic barriers, as Josh said, have been eliminated, we find time and time again that it's sort of the more privileged and tech-savvy youth that are taking more full advantage of a lot of the online resources. So I think that's where saying to educators, look, can you uh, uh, help us you know, reach a really diverse range of kids, kids who wouldn't, uh, you know, we find that particularly for certain communities, there's a lot of fear and suspicion about, you know, sharing things on the internet. And I think educators could do a lot to mediate that and just make the, these kinds of resources. They're there. They're free. They're there for everybody. Um, you know, and if you can build that initial connection, the young people can go on on their own, like Josh said, for, from any public access point. So there's a ton of opportunity there. Um, I wanted to, uh, Josh, you start talking about this a little bit, but, uh, you know, one thing that's interesting about both Wattpad and DA is that you have your own set of challenges, like it's part of the practice, and in connected learning we often talk about as the shared purpose principle, that there are these things that bring a community together to do something, uh, and, you know, challenges or in gaming it's often, you know, competitive tournaments and things are a really important part of community dynamics. Uh, I was hoping you could speak a little bit to how uh, this challenge builds on what you already know from running challenges on your platforms, but also how it might differ from other challenges that you've run. Uh, Jing, do you want to jump in on this one? Yeah, sure. So in terms of challenges, there's the staff organized initiatives uh, that we do, my team does on a regular basis. But then that actually dwarfs in comparison to the organically driven community organized initiatives that we see. So in terms of the staff organized things that we do, um, so we uh, every year we host the world's largest writing contest, which is called the Wadis. So in the past year, 75,000 stories were entered, and they're all stories from the Wapak community, and they're in being entered to uh, win um, awards in different categories. So there's uh, hot genres categories, there's people's choice, there's hidden gems, so things that are not so discoverable, uh, there's beginner's luck, so things from new Wapak members, and there's a lot of enthusiasm around the Wadi's um, contest. Um, so that's one thing that we do. The other thing that uh, we run regularly would be host, uh, would be themed contests in different genres. So for example, in the month of February, uh, in time for Valentine's Day, um, we have host, we're hosting a dating disasters writing challenge uh, for the romance genre. So uh, getting the community to write about fictional and fact factual stories where, you know, people are sharing stories about their dating disasters. Um, that's another way that we get the community enthusiastic about uh, creating content. So I said that the staff organized um, things are regular, but they are dwarfed in comparison to just the amount and variation of community organized initiatives that we see, and that's where I think the gold is. So we see a lot of self-driven, organic, grassroots kinds of initiatives happening in the community. So uh, on the multimedia side, for example, people are creating 
book trailers, book covers, uh, embedded multimedia for each other. Um, people are hosting book clubs, they're getting together, and every once in a while they would you know, contribute comments to um, the books that they select, the stories that they select on Wattpad, and they will give uh, their feedback, they will give reviews, um, they will talk about how they felt about the stories, etc. Um, there's also co-writing happening, so people get together, they write stories together, they write different point of views, um, there's a lot of, uh, you know, creative uh, remixing happening there. There's also things like magazines, so people get together, they write advice columns, they make it in a monthly format, so April, you know, this edition, we'll talk about this issue, uh, in May, we'll talk about that issue. Um, there's also social causes, so people are creating profiles to bring more awareness for social issues, including mental illness, social justice, equality, etc. And our goal, seeing all of this is really exciting uh, for us, and our goal uh, here at headquarters is actually just to enable the community to engage. So to enable that connection to happen, to enable people to connect with each other, to do these fun things with each other and have fun while doing it. And so for the contest that we're hosting, the Twist Challenge, Twist Fate Challenge, um, what's really exciting there is the remixing theme. And I think that really resonates well with both the community on Wattpad and on DeviantArt. Um, I think remixing is something that really resonates well uh, with people, especially in the age of user-generated content. So you know, on Wattpad, we see remixing happening um, organically and on a, in an everyday basis. So people writing fan fiction uh, of established TV shows, books, etc. People writing fan fiction of Wattpad stories, uh, people writing alternative endings, and there's people, there's even people creating playlists of songs to uh, read, to, to listen to while you're reading a Wattpad story. So for a particular story, this is the, the song that I will recommend for chapter one, this is the song I will recommend for chapter two. There's a lot of really fun remixing things happening on the text side and on the multimedia side as well. Uh, like I said before, there's people creating book trailers for each other based on video clips. There's people creating covers uh, using royalty-free images. So yeah, it's really, really exciting. Um, just the amount of organic content happening, amount of organic uh, user-generated initiatives happening, and also the remixing side. Thanks, Jing. I see we have a question in the Q&A, so I'll just insert that here from Tara Brady. Talking about experimenting with new art forms, I've been thinking about tying it into my TTW workshop on making interactive fiction games and twine. That sounds so cool. Uh, the book makes it a difficult fit, but I'm wondering if you're open to story-focused video game entries. Josh or Jing, what do you think? You know what your platforms can support. Yeah, I think, you know, it all depends on whether the platform supports it. Of course, you could always submit a link uh, with a cover page of some kind uh, or a cover image or a cover story, uh, <laughs> depending on which platform you'd like to send it to. Um, and, uh, and, you know, I think definitely in this challenge, it's open to people submitting whatever our platforms will accept. Um, and uh, uh, in terms of getting selected as a finalist and being placed in the book, obviously, one of the, one of the uh, rule sets is that uh, whatever the material is, is that it's uh, susceptible to being put in a book. So, uh, you know, you might miss out on that 
part of it, but you might, uh, you know, might be a really fun and engaging thing for people to play with. Uh, one of the most popular all-time top-of-the-line, you know, most important, we call our submissions deviations on DeviantArt, uh, was, a, uh, was a, a game called Line Rider, uh, which was then, uh, it was just a, uh, somebody had hacked it and it was a small piece of flash. Uh, and it was a guy running down a line on skis, um, and it became, you know, back in the day, an enormously popular uh, uh, piece of work, and it later was purchased and sold and made a pile of money for somebody, not for us. <laughs> um, so, um, you know, obviously that's a format that is that our community is, is uh, familiar with and, and welcomes. Yeah, I mean, if it seems like if we if there is a way to make it immutable to print through screenshots or something, you know, we would certainly consider that. And you know, these will all have a life online, obviously, too. So the book isn't the only output for the challenge. Uh, so wow, that hour went really fast. We're pretty much at the top of the hour. So I wanted to give everybody all our. Uh, webinar participants a chance to just have a last word, a shout out, a message to educators uh, before we wrap up. So maybe I'll start back with Candice then. Um, yeah, I was, I'm really excited about the remixing aspect and I think that um, the theme Twist Fate not only um, just seems really organic given the communities already in DeviantArt and Wattpad um, and just teams in general in terms of creating, but um, with the discussion about the gaming aspect of it too, like um, what I was thinking about is that I'm sure that both Wattpad and DeviantArt have a lot of fan fiction or fan art that's based on existing video games, and I'm really excited by the hopefully added comfort level that um, that potential um, people who are going to enter the challenge will have because they don't have to start from scratch, right? Um, there's so much that's already out there that they can play with, um, and and sort of and remix and rearrange that um, that I, I really can't wait to see um, the submissions, um, and I'm really hoping that a lot of folks, whether they're formal or informal educators, take advantage of this opportunity, and a lot of um, the teens and students do too, because um, it just sounds like a blast and because the, all of the communities are so supportive that um, that it could be something that hopefully people could just bust out during spring break you know to work on and 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 then have this you know published um, product whether that's online or in the physical book so so yeah I know we're really excited about it thanks Candace Chris thanks. last words sure I mean I um uh, just building on what Candace said, the the fact, uh, what I loved at the right at the beginning, Jing Jing and Josh both described the supportive communities of practice that these sites, that these networks, these sites are, and we are we are also a community of practice as educators connecting together. So those those pieces resonate with each other, and I think it'll be really lovely to introduce these communities to each other and sort of start to watch what conversations happen. So I'm very excited by that. And I'm very excited by the leadership of the youth involved in this in um, creating mentor texts that we can learn from. Like this book is going to be such a huge resource and the context will be a huge resource for us to understand 
wow, what what are youth doing in these platforms, and and what are the possibilities? So I, I think that's a really beautiful piece of this project too. Great, thanks, Chris. Jing. So just echoing on Candice's and Christina's message, uh, I believe that creativity is limitless, and if we give a safe space where people can explore their creativity, I think there's a lot of good things happening there. And that's why I'm so excited to be working with you guys and with Demon Art on this challenge. Um, if you need any support, if you're an educator and you're not sure how to start, or if you're a new Wattpad user and you're not sure where to start, you can feel free to reach out to me uh, on Wattpad. I'm just wattpad.com slash J-I-N-G underscore J-I-N-G. So looking forward to working together. Thanks for that, Jing Jing. Okay, Josh. Uh, well, I think as usual, I've said enough. <laughs> <laughs> and, and some might consider it too much. Uh, but uh, I really uh, look forward to this integration. Uh, I'm really, I, I think about the only thing I can say to induce an educator in terms of working with this project is it's highly likely that if you stand up in front of a group of 13 to 17-year-olds and say that you want to do something with DeviantArt and Wattpad, that they're going to think better of you. Uh, and, uh, you know, and so if that's interesting to you, uh, you should uh, become involved in the project. Um, if you don't care how they feel about you, as many of my teachers certainly projected towards me, uh, then maybe you don't want to mention it. Uh, but um, but I, I can say that it'll probably give you a good credibility to be, uh, be in association with these platforms, and you know we've already got their minds. Uh, go shape them. Yeah, that's right. Boost your street cred. Well, thank you, everybody, for a really awesome conversation. So this uh, this uh, uh, 2016 series that focuses on the Twist Fate Challenge. Uh, feel free to keep the energy going on Twitter with the hashtags Connected Learning and Twist Fate. We'll have a full video recording of the webinar available immediately on connectedlearning.tv and more curated content along the way. Uh, so share with your networks. Uh, um, there's uh, on the site a lot of upcoming webinars from connectedlearning.tv, uh, now produced by the National Writing Project's Educator Innovator Group. Uh, and you can sign up for the newsletter at educatorinnovator.org. So just to recap, in a nutshell, for those of you who joined late, this is a new challenge being uh, launched in collaboration with the Connected Learning Alliance, National Writing Project, YALSA, DeviantArt, and Wattpad that will be opening its doors uh, in the month of March for submissions uh, for young people to respond to the prompt through writing or through visual arts uh, outlined in the Twist uh, Fate Challenge. And we will be uh, announcing some really exciting editors for the project and a book that will be produced and circulated through public libraries around the country. Uh, so thanks, everyone. Uh, we'll see you next week at the same time and place for a hangout where we'll go deeper into the Wattpad community. So look forward to seeing you all then. Thanks, everybody. Have a great evening. <laughs>